Welcome to another fun-filled edition of this, oh, <laughs> brain freeze, of Sassy Nation on this very frigid, cold, 14-degree <laughs> day, Tuesday, the 11th of January, 2022. It is frigid here in New York. It is freaking, I am not made for winter, okay? Hello, Mother Nature, I am not made for fucking winter. 14 freaking degrees, but I will be grateful it's not snowing. I'd rather it just be 14 degrees than 14 degrees and snowing. So I'll take my, I'll take my gratitude where I can find it. Uh, so let's get into a few things quick. Quickly, we'll get into a few things. The Jets, number one, the Panthers, number two, and then the playoffs scenarios, number three, and my picks for the playoffs. Okay, all right. So here's the here's the stupid shit that Jets fans still believe and post on Facebook. The NFL Network also. I mean, they give they feed into the Jets fans' egos, and the Jets fans are so stupid they they buy right into this shit. So they post this thing on the TV screen that says the future is bright for the New York Jets. They started ten rookies this season. Four and 12 was their record. Who fucking cares how many rookies they started? They didn't have any leadership qualities on this team. Current, currently possess the top two, 10 draft picks. Well, go get the confetti. You have Joe Douglas, a moron. Okay, a moron. He doesn't know a monkey wrench from monkey's ass. Picking your top two draft picks. When he could have and should have been drafting offensive linemen and also signing some in free agency to build up the offensive line the past two seasons and failed. Because then they have 60.9 million available cap space, their fourth most in the NFL. Well, with the do da day, didn't they have the most cap space last year? Did they use it? It means diddly squat if they don't use the cap space and sign leaders, sign veteran leaders on this team to help with the development of the rookies. Okay. Anyway. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Gotta delete these dumb people. Okay. So that was that. Okay. That is that. Now, let's take a trip to Twitter. Okay. Douglas's goal next year is to play meaningful games in December. Um, wasn't that your goal this past year? And since you got there, you've been saying that's your goal? You haven't quite gotten there, have you? Douglas says he needs to do a better job. No fucking kidding. Douglas saw a ton of growth for Wilson this year, cites post-injury performance, not having all starters with him. Yes, yes, okay. Douglas not really giving much insight on Beckham's long absence, except to say he's a big man and needed more time to heal. Meanwhile, they didn't allow him to talk to the media yesterday. Isn't that interesting? They would like to have Flacco back as a backup. Well, didn't we say that last time and fail to do that? Douglas does not 
gave you any insight if they want May back. I'm going to tell you right here because he he didn't want to talk about that. And he says he called him a value member of the team. You did that with Sam Donald too, you dweeb. Marcus May is going to be a free agent this year. On Mims. Douglas on Mims. He faced a lot of adversity, hopes to have him back in the offseason program to get him in better shape, get more comfortable with the offense. Are you fucking kidding me? Um, one of the top offseason storylines will be Beckon, who hasn't spoke to the media since week one due to his injury, and he was not made available yesterday. Douglas says the Jets finished with more cap dollars on IR for the second season in a row. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he says the extra draft capital flexibility is a good thing. Moving forward, we can we can in, we can adjust about any discussion when it comes to player trades. Okie dokie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the one that he oh see he did he did um he did so Rich Samini had this tweet where he said that Joe Douglas said that they made strides this year. And he deleted that tweet. You didn't make strides this year, Joe Douglas. You're four and fucking 12, okay? How did you make strides this year? You have a lack of leadership on this team. You have a lack of veterans helping develop the young players on this team. You won four fucking games. Now, let's move into the Giants. I'll do them quick, too. Because the Giants are a big a big to-do. So, the Giants probably told Gettleman that either we fire you or you retire. He retired. Okay. But, they kept Judge. Why? Wouldn't you want Why wouldn't you want your new GM to be allowed and able to pick a new head coach? Joe Judge is to the Giants as Adam Gaze was to the Jets. Not a very good coach. The Pitts. The Giants ran a quarterback sneak on third and nine in the second quarter of week 18. On, I believe, their third Right near the one, two, I'm trying to look at the video. One, two, and on the third yard line. It was on the third line. One, two, three. I'm trying to count where it is. Yep, third that. Yeah. What the hell was that? I, I, I can't. I can't even. It's really, really great. It's really, really ridiculous that Joe Judge is still there. The Giants have a lot to do. Um, uh, let's go look at their Twitter account. Uh, let's look and see what fans have said. Shall we? We shall. Someone says, I can see the next press release. Cavern Abrams was selected as a new general manager of the Giants after a long and intense process that lasted all of a day. 
that's a good one. Um, the statement literally says the GM will oversee coaching. In other words, the new GM can fire judge if he wants. Why fire judge now if the new GM likes him? You can bring him back. All right, that was okay. Giants are one of the teams that should be the winner or even an 8-9 and nine team every season. But mismanagement and terrible choices for players have made you all a bottom feeder. Who the hell hires a special teams coordinator just because he was Bill Belichick's circle? Very good. That was a good one. The last six games were horrendous. A high school coach could have done better. I definitely agree. Um, if Judge doesn't have to, at the very least, interview for a job with a new GM, you are committing organizational malpractice. You cannot miss on the GM hire. You cannot miss on the next draft. And you must not keep a coach solely for appearances. Get it together. Dun, 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 dun. Committed to what? Keeping an in-depth coach and trying to find a GM that is okay with keeping said in-depth coach is like running a marathon on one leg. Foolish is an understatement. Honestly, Joe Judge embarrassed our franchise with its comments about Washington, etc. His giving up this week is icing on the cake. We need to let the new GM pick his coach or else we won't get a good GM. Let's clean house. I mean, I'm telling you. Hello? Yep, mm-hmm. New York Giants, one offensive touchdown in the last 43 drives. Uh, it's sad to say this, but the Jets look actually better than the Giants do this time around. It's kind of like the Mets trying to buy a championship now, you know, to outswing the Yankees, you know. Because remember when the Yankees did that, they were called the evil empire. And now the Mets are doing the same shit. Although the Mets won't get that far anyway. We all know what's going to happen with them. They always find a way to, to flop. All right. So we did that, right? So now let's go and see about the Panthers, shall we? Because the Panther fans are, oh my God. Right now I'm going to say this. They're as stupid as Jets fans. Um, okay. Oh, here it is. Oh, that was not him. That was Jamie Stewart text, uh, twice, uh, did this, um, tweeted this, not Rich Simini. My apologies. So he says, Douglas says the O-line needs more work. We made strides, but for us to go where we want to go, we need to be the best. And I said, what strides? The O-line is a mess, and Wilson was sacked 44 times this year. Douglas had two years to fix the OL. Two years. Is it just dawning on him that this is a problem? You had two years, Joe Douglas, to fix the offensive line, and you haven't. Um, dun, 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 dun. And then, of course, all the Panther fans want Matt Rule fired. So that was yesterday. Um, Panthers paid Cam Newton $6 million to take 251 snaps. Okay. This guy was, like, crazy. Um, you know, this is how they treat him and blah, blah, blah. And I said to them, it was never a storybook return. And it was never about a storybook return for Cam Newton. He told you that in his press conference on day one when he arrived. But the fans made it that way. And then Joe Pearson tweets about Sam Darnold. I'll say this. Sam Darnold is never 
going to throw anyone under the bus, refuses to blast the lack of perfection. Asked if he was set up to succeed this season, he said 100%. And I've said this, Sam Donald never did that with the Jets either. He is 100% classy. Other players can learn that from him. That's why he's a leader. Okay. And then someone else says, please do not make us suffer another season of Matt Rule, David, David Temper. And then I said, how about you draft an offensive lineman and an actual tight end and see what happens? This year you had a shitty O-line, traded on with no real backup tight end and expected miracles. Give Sam the tools. Don't use the Jets' blueprint. As you see, it sucks. They were 4-12. and 12. Okay. Then let's go. Well, no, we're still talking about this because okay. Bum, 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 bum. Hold on. Joe Pearson said this. Um, Tracy Wolf said she asked Matt Rule why no Cam Newton in the goal line. Rule told her both Sam Donald and Cam Newton can do that. Sneak. And then I said, not for nothing. And then Matt, Matt said, and then this guy says, Matt is sticking it to Cam for that touchdown when he said he's back. And I said, not for nothing, Cam should have just been quiet. He made it look like it was about him and not the team. By the way, Cam's only win, only win as QB1 was that game. And then the guy said, oh, you know, why they should have brought in Cam Newton in that play and not use Sam Donald. And I put this, let me remind you, Sam Donald became the first quarterback in NFL history to score five rushing touchdowns in the first four games of a season. He can run. You're welcome. Okay. Dum -ba -dum -bum -bum. And then, of course, Donald has an INT. And then everybody has to jump on him because he threw an interception. But Robbie Anderson, it was his fault for that INT because he ran, he kept his route too skinny. Yes, I said it was on Anderson, which I'm not surprised. This year, Anderson has not run the correct route many times, and you all blame Sam instead. Yeah. And then I said, uh, then somebody says, we could absolutely... We can absolutely cannot run it back with Sam Donald and this, and then Matt Rule. Not a negative tweet. How is that not a negative tweet? And I said yes because rooting for a guy to be successful isn't a Panther's strong point. Um, and then something about owing Cam something, and then I was like, he doesn't owe Cam Newton a damn thing. Um, Tony Romo said the Panthers have to figure out the offensive identity improve and improve their offensive line. He said that Sam Donald still has a future. Thank you. I've been saying that all this freaking ass time. Oh. Sam Donald got up slowly, blah, blah, blah. And then Joe Person said this. He's getting zero time per usual. Hello, I've only been saying that since day one. No quarterback can be successful under those conditions, under those conditions that Sam Donald had to deal with this year again, with no offensive line protection, no protection in the pocket. Hardly, I mean, he had 2.5 seconds. That's no protection. You need more than 2.5 seconds to execute a play. You also need Robbie Anderson to catch the fucking ball, but that's a different story altogether. Um, and then some guy, 
says, and Sam Donald is getting paid $18 million next year. LOL, what a disaster. And I said, you all look pathetic rooting for a guy not to be a success. And then someone says, weird how he left out the part where Cam does it much better than Donald. And I said, stop, stop. Cam has been in the NFL longer, hence he has more experience. Goodness gracious. Then, also, let's go back to the Jets fans for a minute. So the Jets, so the Patriot fans were rooting for the Jets to be Buffalo on Sunday, obviously, for obvious reasons. Some damn Jets fan goes into the Twitter account of the Patriots and says, should have drafted a quarterback he can throw more than just screen passes. And I said, hey, the Pats quarterback is in the playoffs. The Jets quarterback isn't. Mm -mm. Hello? Hello? So, like, ridiculous. But that's the fan base here for these fans. So what do you what do you expect? All right, so let's quickly just go over um, the playoff scenario. Okay. <laughs> yes, I already got you. Go away. Thank you. Goodbye. Okay. Um, I'm just gotta go find it first. I, I saved it here just for this particular reason saved let's look and see if we can find it no that's audio i don't want audio i'm a host well they move that shit there oh instagram okay so here we are the afc you have the titans who get the buy it's kansas city versus pittsburgh i am i'm going to pick pittsburgh you heard me buffalo and new england i'm picking new england Buffalo may have won the division, but the Patriots are beating them in the playoffs. Cincinnati versus the Raiders, I'm picking Cincinnati. NFC, Green Bay gets the bye. Then you have Tampa versus the Eagles, I'm picking Tampa. You have Dallas versus the 49ers, I'm picking Dallas. You have the Rams versus the Cardinals, I'm picking the Cardinals. So my picks, Steelers, Patriots, Bengals, Buccaneers, Cowboys, Cardinals. Lock that down. There we go. That's all I got to say. <laughs> That's all I got to say. And we'll wait to see what happens. So join me Friday for two. So if you have a paid subscription, you will get the paid version of the recordings of a fangirl. Hashtag sarcasm. If you don't, you'll just get a little... Um, trial size version of it on Friday. And that's pretty much all I gotta say. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I will give you on Friday. So, oh, no, no, I know what I wanna say. So, some dweeb, and I'm gonna call him a dweeb, or maybe I should call him a pig, a sexist pig, posted on the WFAN um, Facebook page, board, whatever we call it, group, um, a picture of the woman that the Yankees hired to be the coach of, of one of their um, minor leagues. Wait, wait, wait. We're going to go back to it. Hold on. I'm going to get it. Mm, 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 mm. Okay. So 
right? And I said, this seriously has to be the most sexist thing ever. Seriously. She was hired. She wasn't hired because of this picture. She was, she's like in her bikini. She was hired because she has baseball knowledge and knows her shit. So don't mind me then when I go ahead and rate who the sexiest NFL players are. Now, I will tell you what my, what my, um, my system is for voting. And I vote from one to five on each category. Talent is important to me. Talent, yes. Attitude, very important to me. And then we'll do eyes because I like, oh my God, some eyes melt my heart. Smile, I love a guy's smile. And I will say his butt. You know what I'm gonna say his butt? Because if a guy can post a picture of a woman who is capable of being a head coach or a ref or, or a GM in a, in a major sporting team, major, major team, a professional team, then I can post about butts. And I'll do it on the recordings of Fangirl. Hashtag sarcasm. So that will come tomorrow. On Friday. I keep thinking today is Thursday. Why? Well, I don't know. Uh, and I will post some other really awesome content on my um, Instagram account. And yes, I did say last week I was going to post a video for Sam. I did not do that yet. I ha I put it together. It's in my drafts. It will be coming. It's coming. <laughs> Season may be over, but that post is still coming. And it's a really damn good one, I have to say. I think it's one of my best ones yet. <clears throat> And that, that's a wrap. I will see you all on Friday. I will do the Sassy Show, presented by Rockland World Radio. Live stream it on Facebook page at noon. We will have lunch together. Lunch and we'll chat. And I'll have some more news and breaking stuff on Friday. I will also post the recordings of a fangirl, hashtag sarcasm. Um, if you're a paid subscriber, you get the paid version. And I also am posting right now, this very moment, if you are a paid subscriber, the inside scoop for social media in 2022. If you are a business, it's very important. If you're an entrepreneur, very important. And you know what? Whether or not, it's important for you to know as just a person. And by the way, WFAN, let me just let you know something. Whenever you post anything to Instagram, you're branding it. It's part of your brand. You're, I guess you call them jockeys. Your jockeys, your sports people who, you know, who talk on your, on your, on, on your station, whatever they're called. I want to call them jockeys. <laughs> they are part of your branding. So whenever they post shit, that's why you have low ratings, because they don't give a shit about what they're posting and how they look and their background. Here are the top three social media tips I gave yesterday, and they all refer to WFAN. I will say that. Okay, ready? I'm going to tell you who they are. How you represent yourself online is important. Number two is videos, background's important. Stop taking videos in a fucking car. You people look fucking ridiculous. Your social media posts are part of your branding. Ready? 
How and what you post represents not only yourself, but your company. Always try to be professional when it comes to creating videos and content. Like, a, like I'm a blogger, so I, I post video that's entertaining toward my blog. For example, I'm a content creator, so okay. Two, when creating a vid video, the background is important. Everyone these days loves a stupid improv video in a car. But as an expert, I'm here to tell you that recording a video in a car is so unprofessional. How could anybody take whatever you say seriously with you sitting behind the wheel? What's worse is that some people actually record a video while they're driving, which you can be sued for by being, uh, which you can be sued for being distracted while driving if God forbid you get into a car accident. Your social media posts are part of branding. Social media branding is about consistently using the right methods to engage with your target audience on social media platforms. The aim or purpose is to boost branding awareness. By leveraging the power of social media branding, you can build a robust network of fans. Boom. And that's why their ratings go down under because of the way that they look on social media. But what the hell do I know? See you all Friday.